The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Welcome to the Pit Life Barbecue Podcast. Join us around the pit as we talk all things barbecue. Now here is your host, Johnny Mags. What's up, everybody? We are back live. Yay. Man, that was a while, huh? I missed you, buddy. <laughs> oh, my God. I am so screwed up right now, it's not funny. But you're done. I'm done. I'm, d- I'm done for the year. The mail has been it's, delivered. It's, all the packages got to wherever they were supposed to. I no longer have to wake up at 3 o'clock in the morning. I no longer have to get home at 9 or 10. That's crazy. Oh, my God. It was, you know, Christmas morning. I'm up at 3 o'clock. It's like, come on, really? Mm-hmm. Just the, the clock takes over. Oh, yeah. Then that was Christmas Day. So then yesterday was 6 o'clock. So we're getting better. <laughs> Today was 9 o'clock. So we're getting real better. If I can just get my gut back into check, I'll be really good. Just all, you know, the, the catching fucking whatever you can, whenever you can. Out there on the road, it's like, Jesus Christ. Now, did you fall, like, Christmas Eve, like, around, like, 6 o'clock? Did you start falling no, asleep? No, no, I was good. I was good. I was determined because I missed Christmas <laughs> Day last year. Okay. I got got through the presents and all that with the kids, cooked dinner, had dinner. Then I sat down, and next thing you know, it was the 26th. <laughs> and I was not going to miss Christmas again this year. Nice. You know, but, but yeah, you know, but... All that went smooth, but <laughs> except the the damn the storm. The storm wiped out the power mm-hmm. the day before Christmas Eve, so the twenty third. Went out at nine o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. Didn't come back on till late Christmas Eve afternoon. I'm on the phone with Claudia when I could be on the phone with Claudia, right? Because when the power goes out up where I am, cell phone reception. <laughs> is non-existent, okay? So I'm like, take one of my thermometers, put it in the fridge. Why? I just do it. Puts it in, what's it say? Oh, it's like 43. Okay, go in the dining room. Our dining room is off the kitchen. There's no heating in there. Mm-hmm. I got a propane fireplace if I want to heat it up, but then I got the French doors that keep everything up. She goes, it's 32. Good. Put everything in the fridge. On the dining room table. I am not losing any of this damn meat. You know? Did it work? Oh, it worked out beautiful. Perfect. Worked out beautiful. You know? So then I think I had talked to you yesterday. Mm-hmm. So the power stayed on Christmas Day. Yep. Kicked off a little bit Christmas night. Came back on. Talked to you for a second yesterday morning. Mm-hmm. As soon as I got off the phone with you, lights flickered out. Again. Went to text, I go, and the power just going out, and it's on, um, um, fuck, it didn't deliver the the text oh. message to you. I'm like, son of a bitch, I'm going on, so I got all the, so if anybody had sent me, my family, anybody, Christmas wishes, all that stuff, thank you. <laughs> but I got no goddamn reception. This is a $350 a month paperweight. But it was crazy. I got she's Chrissy sent me a text on Christmas Day. Yeah, I was good. I got it on the ride down here today. Today, <laughs> wow. Because I'm like I'm like because I got the kids. Claudia's working. I'm like I go guys. We got to go down early because I got to get caught up on so much shit for the Wi-Fi. And I knew that I was gonna get reception down here, but I'm like God damn. I knew something so, was up. He normally answers. He's really good. He normally answers me. I'm like, it's been like a few is, days. Yeah. I don't know what's yeah. going on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I've been dead to the world, and it, it, it comes and goes. Yeah. And the worst part about it is the damn phone teases me. Because you see, you know, 5G, whatever. Yeah. Two bars. Sure. Okay. Hit on something. Back to nothing. Zero. It blanks out again. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you son of a bitch. But, I mean, it wasn't snow. Because that would have been a nightmare oh. if it was snow. Oh, if it was snow. Because we, we got what? What would they were saying? Two to three inches of rain. rain. yeah. And then the hurricane winds. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. The and winds. it was just like shit house. Oh, yeah. 
Then it was hailing. I don't know. If, I mean, yeah. it must have been hailing up by you. But we were getting. Oh, I don't know because I wasn't home. That's true. <laughs> yeah, I was at where? I was at the post office. Oh, that must up. have been a pleasure, pleasure work day. <laughs> oh, I got soaked. Oh yeah. I gave up putting my deck chair back, so I have a, a small porch. I'm on the top floor, and one's on the far left, and I watch it just keep coming across. It slides across, so I put it back. An hour later, it slides across again, and it's a big freaking chair. I was like, you know what? It can just live in front of the door. I'm not going out there. <laughs> uh, let's see here who we got. Daddy Dutch, what's up? Judge Jeff Wepner, what's going on? Gray Reiner, what's happening? Mrs. Mags, what's going on? JB, what's happening? Merry Christmas, brother. Um, hey, I got some JB. I got pictures of your new pit, brother. <laughs> For a price, you can have them. Uh, and of course, Mike. As everybody knows, I'm joined by Messy Mike today, and of course Dutch knows because writing bold letters, down goes Frasier. Yep. You knew that one was yep. coming. Yep. I almost, br- I almost brought a Kelly's roast beef sandwich today for old times. <laughs> <laughs> Matt Pereira, what's up, brother? Kevin Turner. So let's get. I'm a little out of. Yeah. A little rusty. I know. We're, that's so all right. We'll get. That's it. it. That's it. So today's today episode. Brought to you by Uncle Steve Shake. You ever wonder why there's a line of people in your neighbor's backyard when he's having a barbecue, but there's nobody in line to get into yours when you're having that? Do you know why that is, Chrissy? It's because Uncle Steve Shake. That's right. Uncle Steve uses some of the finest ingredients for all his 12 flavors from his competition line to the Gator Shake, to the Smoke Bomb, the original. And don't forget, the sauce with no name. He's been cooking up a storm on sauce with no names. I love that stuff. Great customer service. He is the one who answers the phone if you have any shake questions or order questions, or he will actually reach out to you if he has any questions about your order or your shipping. Check him out at UncleSteveShake.com and also his Facebook group, Uncle Steve Shake Nation. Uncle Steve Shake, shake some on everything. Also brought to you by Two Guys Smoke Shop and TwoGuysCigars.com. Whether I'm Barbecuing or not, I always keep the smoke rolling. Thanks to my friends at TwoGuysCigars.com. Today I am smoking the Grand Habano 20th Anniversario. <clears throat> Thanks to my friends at TwoGuysCigars.com. I get to smoke some of the best cigars in the world, and so can you. Just visit TwoGuysCigars.com for your perfect barbecue companion. That's the number two, GuysCigars.com. Also brought to you by Backline Smokers and Backline Fabrication. Ryan Newland is building some of the craziest one-of pits coming out of Austin, Texas today. And Miss Mary worked effortlessly on Christmas Day. Three degrees outside. At least by the thermometer because I couldn't check it on my phone because <laughs> I didn't have re- reception. Thermometer said three degrees wow. and temperature didn't fluctuate one bit. Perfect cook right on time. Beautiful. Whether you're looking for a backyard grill all the way up to a thousand gallon trailer, Ryan can build what your dream is. Check him out at Backline Fab on all social medias. Backline Smokers, build what you want, not what you need. Also brought to you by MagnaChef Gloves. Our brother Alan Fonte knows something about fire management, being a Miami-Dade firefighter. He has designed these gloves from the ground up, the MagnaChefs. Food-grade silicone, patented magnetic clips for the easy on and off. You don't drop them. Heat rated up to 500 degrees. Web fit for the Mr. Spock for the firm (laughs) grip. One size fits all. Dishwasher safe. Currently sold out. He can't even give an answer of Wendy's. We'll be back in, but sometime about mid-January. But for those who like the five fingers, traditional, he introduces the Freedom Gloves. Your straight knee gloves, 
extra long gauntlet, protect the forearms. Same patented magnetic clips, heat rated 932 degrees. I can hold, literally hold my charcoal basket with wood lit and just place it right back in. Wow. No ifs, ands, but do your hands get warm? Yes. Ain't going to lie to you. But you can sit there and juggle lump charcoal if you want. You will not burn your hands. Can I see that? You should juggle lump charcoal. That would be awesome. That was his selling point his first year down to Royal back two years, not this Royal, 21. Yeah. He was set up with the, in front of with JB and Ryan and he was sitting there with a with a big softball size of Fogo mm-hmm. with with the with the Magna Chef gloves. Going like this. Talking to people. Oh, that's awesome. Glowing red. Nice. It it was it was unbelievable. Check them out at Magna Chef Glove Magnachef.com and at checkout use code Freedom Lives for 10% off your order. That is Freedom Lives for 10% off your order. Magna Chef Gloves, master the fire. Freedom Gloves, take a stand, free your hands. Also brought to you by Custom Cutting Boards, IRS.com. Ian Hemming is building what I consider the Yeti of cutting boards out of Magnolia, Texas. You know, Mike, mm-hmm. these boards take an absolute beating. From the dishwasher board, which is your standard countertop board, to the massive 18 by 36 brisket board, to the new pizza board for that perfect slice every time. Multicolors available, deep lip reservoir to catch all that juicy goodness. Um, The rubber nubs on the bottom, so even on a wet surface, the board will not slip on you. Check them out at customcuttingboardsrs.com. That is the letter R-us.com. So, finally we get it done, brother. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> hey, now, does he make a shocker glove? <laughs> yeah. Well, he does. they do come in, also come in orange okay. in what we like to refer to as bedroom, bedroom green. green. They glow in the dark. Ooh, very nice. Yes, okay. yes. Check them out. Two purposes there. <laughs> but so we got to finally got to reschedule. We did. We ran into last time the contract that kind of threw a <sighs> threw a curveball at you. Yeah. But hey, whatever. You getting work done. Just want to finish it. Supposedly going to be the next. Ooh. Yeah, you might. I have to. I have to confirm that, JB. You might see it tomorrow. <clears throat> so what's been going on, brother? Absolutely nothing. Um, just getting ready for next season. Uh, kind of hopping on some plans where, you know, we got some big plans. Um, won't be done next year, but hopefully we can start um, the project, you know, at some point next year. But we're, uh, I can at least say that we're going to start building out our catering kitchen, um, you know, first phase, and then uh, we'll go from there. But we're looking to do something that um, – First of in New Hampshire, so we'll just keep it at that. Um, okay, okay. So good, good project. Um, but we, yeah, we're hoping to uh, get that rolling this year. So once we finalize things, then I'll be able to give more details. But um, yeah, we're working on our catering kitchen right now. So <laughs> nice, nice, yeah. nice. Yep. So this is year. Uh, it's year two, so basically two full seasons under your belt. At two the years spot. and three months, That's going on season three. Mm-hmm. Now I know you gave. I don't want to jump into any plans, but I know you gave a little giveaway last year mm-hmm. on Instagram on your social medias on a guess the weight. Mm-hmm. You doing any of that shit now? We will. Year? We will. Yes. Okay, so we can't even get an idea. How about a safe ballpark? estimate of the poundage of uh, proteins about, from this season. How about number of racks of ribs? I number can, of racks I, of ribs. I can somewhat give that. Um, I know that pretty much off the top of my head, give or take, a, you know, a couple. But um, I have no, I, I, di- I didn't even look at the poundage of meat this year with, you know, uh, everything, you know, Neely and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, just trying to 
get through Christmas. And yeah, then, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. But, yeah, um, racks of ribs, St. Louis ribs. Um, I have a number, and, you know, I'll just, I'll just round it off. So if you can get close to that number, then. Oh, okay. Okay, I, I get what you say. Okay, I got confused there. I thought you were going to throw me a number of ribs, then the poundage was something completely different. Okay, <laughs> gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I'm rusty, brother. I'm rusty. Oh, same here. I haven't put one of these on in a long time. <laughs> I'm nervous. <laughs> I know. You, you still can't sit still. I can't. And I'm waiting for my phone to ring, too, at some point <laughs> today, you know. Had the volume down. <laughs> oh, goodness, goodness, yeah, just, goodness. Um, you know, just we're working on um, kind of menus for next season. We might take some stuff off. We might add some stuff um, so we can kind of concentrate on um, the meats. Mm-hmm. Um you know, it's just it's it's always something. You're always trying to figure out how to get to the next level. You know, be better mm-hmm. um, than the last year. Um, you know, and and make more money. So that's you know that's what we're trying to do. Um, so yeah, and you know, last time I was supposed to be on, I think um, you mentioned to me the whole argument. Yes. Yes. The hot topic, and and we uh, Greg had come on, mm-hmm. and we got his opinion on it. But the topic that was going on at the time is for a bar, as far as barbecue restaurants, food trucks, barbecue trailers, the term sold out. So you have sold through your entire product line for the day. Mm -hmm. Where do you stand on that? Of is it a positive? Is it a negative? Because there is great. So, uh, great points on both sides, Correct. but on barbecue in particular, it gets a little dicey because of the fine line. It's a very <laughs> fine line, yeah, because of actual cooking capability, mm-hmm. or if capability might not be the right word, but. Uh, with what you have for equipment, mm-hmm. so what your smoker can hold, it's you know. So where do you stand on all that? Um, it's what I've learned because when I got the trailer, I didn't know myself, but I wanted to take everything under the sun. You know, people called catering. I wanted to take their parties. I wanted to still serve the the trailer, um, and then you realize your smoker may be able to cook it. But holding it is another mm-hmm. factor because, you know, we have our warmers, we have our Cambros and, and coolers and stuff. Now, what do you do when you don't have any more? You know, um, so we've come into that problem a couple times. Um, the whole sold out thing, you basically, we were selling out a lot um, earlier than we wanted to when we first opened. And that was just because we had no numbers to go by. And now being open for, you know, a couple of years, even being open for a year, um, now we have numbers to go by. We look in our POS system and, you know, that's what we do every week. We look to see what we did the week before. We look to see what we did the same week previously. Last year. Um, being a food trailer, you look at the weather um, and then also what events and stuff are happening in your vicinity. So there's a lot of factors to, to kind of look at, um, but now that we have a kind of a, a grasp on things. Um, you know, you're, you can always go by the numbers and numbers don't lie, but there's going to be some weekends where they're inaccurate, mm-hmm. you know, only because, you know, like when we were on Chronicle, we don't know when they're airing the repeats. Yes. Of Chronicle. Yes. So, you know, there was a couple of circumstances this past season when we're like, what the hell's going on? You know, you get the inf- you it's a Thursday. You get the influx of emails looking for catering and all this. Yep. Why is but even, but even oh, people showing up to the trailer the too? You know, and 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 you'll you'll kind of see it because oh, my first time here, my first time here. I saw you on Chronicle. When the hell did you see us on Chronicle? We were on Chronicle, you know, weeks ago. Oh, it aired. It the aired other day. again. Yeah. Okay. Um, so you know you have those factors, but then also you have um, you look at your meat costs too. So you look at all your food costs. And, you know, um, we, our margins are tight with brisket, just like, you know, in a seafood place, lobster rolls, lobster Mm -hmm. that, you know, it's your bread and butter, but tight margins. So you don't want to sell out fast, but you're, you, 
you want to sell out of brisket first because now your margins are a lot better on all your mm-hmm. other items. Um, you know, but if you don't, you know, if you can't sell out, if you don't, you don't really want to sell out, but it's going to happen, you know, and that's what happens to us. It's, we can only make so much because I got one smoker that I'm using. So all the big meats go on the night before. And then that morning I'm putting on the chicken, the ribs, the sides. So, you know, you only have a certain amount of capacity doing all that stuff um, in the morning. Um, you know, plus with your ribs, you don't want to really be left with ribs because those are a hard item to repurpose. Yeah. Where your pork butts, your chicken, your brisket, those are all easy to repurpose into, you know, chilies or um, Texas Twinkies, beans, twi- stuff yeah. like that. Yep. So it's, you know, you don't want to run out too early, but it's barbecue. You can't just throw it, you know, on a grill or some people try and cryovac it and then rethermalize, you know, as they need it. Um, does the product kind of lack some, 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 it does, some, it doesn't. I mean, yeah. some of the largest barbecue places around, you know, do that. Um, we just, we haven't got there yet, you know, so we do sell out, um, usually on like Thursdays and Fridays, we'll sell out and start to sell out. We don't sell out of everything. Um, you know, mostly we'll sell out of ribs. We'll sell out of brisket. Um, we'll definitely probably sell out of like mac and cheese, stuff like that. Um, coleslaw never sells out it's barbecue salad. Um, and you know, you just kind of go from there and then you just look at your numbers and, um, you know, so we, we, tr- we usually last until about, we're open from 11 to, um, 11 to three and we usually sell out by two o'clock, you know, of, of some stuff. Yeah. So, you know, it, it's good to sell out. It's also a marketing ploy. Um, but people will start catching on if you're, you know, doing it just as a marketing ploy and, and selling out too early. Because then, you know, that's the worst thing, too, when, when customer comes to the window and says, I drove all the way from Logan Airport to come here, yeah. and you don't have what he's looking for. You know, that kind of sucks. Yeah. So. See, I can understand that. Like, getting here an hour before closing, going, oh, we're sold out. As a customer, I'd be like, okay, but there's a restaurant, I'm not going to name names, that I've been to three times earlier each time that doesn't close till like nine or 10. Like it's a, it's a brick and mortar restaurant and they sell out of their, their, what they're known for. They sell out. I went one time, it was five 30. I went for dinner. I want the da da sold out. Sorry. I'm like, it's five 30. Mm. How are you? So like, you know how many people are coming here tonight? And it happened four, again and yeah. again and again. Uh, that, that makes me not want to go back anymore. Right. Exactly. Like that makes me yep. like, I'm, I'm done trying. A friend of mine is done. Like, she's like, I'm not going. I'm like, let's go there for dinner. She's like, nope, not going nope. there. I'm sick of being told they're sold out. Because you're going for that one particular yeah. item. But if I show up at 8 o'clock at night, and they're like, we're sold out. I'm like, you know what? That's on me. I should have come earlier. Like, early. That I understand. So right. Oh, that, you yeah. say 5 o'clock in the afternoon, hey, and that's like, one of the dinner specials. Yeah. How the hell are you out? How are you out? You know, before dinner. Yeah. Like, right. Oh. And, that's, and that's, you know, we haven't, um, I, I have really haven't figured that out yet because, uh, like, I don't know how barbecue places open at 11, and they're from 11 to 6, yeah, and stuff's even? done, cooked. I mean, my stuff comes on at like 3 in the morning, 4 in the morning, um, you know, and then it goes in the warmer till we open till 11, yeah. and then it's, you know, service, service, service. Now, have you actually, you probably have, but the question is, uh, Big Dan from Big Dan's Barbecue out of Catawissa, Pennsylvania, he has the brick and mortar now, mm-hmm. the restaurant. He was had for years the trailer, and he got to the, the actual standalone building now. How does he deal with it, or does he run into the same <laughs> things hour, you know, with he's got to have set hours, I suppose. Yes, he has set hours. Um, I always, because I was just with him uh, last week, but I feel like the mentality of people in Pennsylvania – is a lot slower than the mentality than people up here. Yeah. Because he's never, you never see him panicking. No. You never see him in a rush. He's always just like, you know, and he had the, the double stay cook-off last yeah. weekend. So you had 44 teams, plus your restaurant's open, plus, you know, you're still trying to be part of everything. I'd, I'd be running around, you know, shut up, don't talk to me, shut up, like, you know, and he's just... Doing cool, Dan. Um, <laughs> what he started doing was he started cooking uh, during the day. So he started because he's got two smokers. He's got the uh, Southern Pride and he's got the Old Hickory, mm-hmm. um, the rotisserie. So he'll cook um, the briskets and the butts during the day for the for the next day. 
and then he'll do you know his other stuff the ribs and stuff like that in the morning um for the day of service but um <clears throat> he sometimes rethermalizes sometimes um you know he'll have stuff on and you know if he needs it he'll kind he'll of speed up it. the process yeah. take it and <clears throat> speed up the process um and sometimes he'll just say you know we're done with that protein or or side you know for the night we'll have it back tomorrow um, I mean, that's what, that's, what's crazy when we open this, you know, I never, customers are, can be awesome. Customers can be kind of tough. Um, when we run out of stuff, they'll come back the next day. I mean, I've that's had, great. I've had know. customers come at 11 o'clock in the morning, get four racks of ribs cause they're having some people over and they get home four racks of ribs are gone. Like, like that they'll come back 1230, one o'clock and get four more racks of ribs. Yeah. Like I would never do that. Yeah. <laughs> even if I loved the place, you know, it's it's crazy what what you see and what people do, and yeah. you know, you know, because with with the whole topic, it was you know, there's positive and negatives depending on how you want to look at it. Mm-hmm. Now, it, a lot goes with your knowledge of what it takes, <clears throat> you know, to cook everything. But you'll have that one, like you were saying, people come in and okay, I'll come back tomorrow. But then you got some people. Oh, that's it. The next thing you know, they're all you know. Keyboard cowboys. Oh yeah, you know, oh they they don't have this, and you know, one review, and they, you know, just a- attacking. You know, it all a lot has to do with what you can actually fit on that smoker for what you can produce, mm-hmm. and you get somebody first thing. You're ready for the day. All it takes is one person to come in and go. Can I get five racks of ribs, ten pounds of brisket? You know, a tray of mac and cheese, and your whole numbers for the day are completely screwed up. Gone. You're 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 done. You know, you know that happens. Oh, it happens you quite know, often, and that throws you off. Uh, Kent asks, "How many briskets and racks of ribs do you do on an average day?" Uh, so on Thursdays and Fridays, we do uh, about 8 to 10, and Saturdays and Sundays, we do anywhere from 15 to 20, sometimes 24 briskets. Um, that's briskets. And then racks of ribs, we'll do on Thursdays and Fridays, we're doing anywhere between 20 and 24, and Saturdays and Sundays, um, like mostly Saturday, we'll do like anywhere from uh, like 30 to 48 racks. Um, Sundays, will go a little less because we're not open until the following Thursday, so mm-hmm. I really don't want stuff left so, yeah. on Sunday. Um, so Sunday we kind of cut down a, a tiny bit, but not much. Okay. That's a shitload of meat, Mike. <laughs> and it's just me. Like, that's what people don't understand too. It's, you know, it's just me putting all that stuff on me, cutting the stuff. You know, I have, um, awesome people that, you know, trim stuff for me, do sides. Um, but I just haven't, you know, trusted them enough to mm-hmm. give them the reins to do you oh, know, yeah. all that other yeah. stuff. Let's see, let's see. Matt and Jenny, what's happening? Dutchy, what's going on all the way over from the UK? But, yeah, it was, because um, what, what the hell did we do the, the the December episodes? Was that Veterans Day? We recorded those. Yeah. And I had swung up to the trailer after. Mm-hmm. Let's just talk about it. Let's get this right the hell out of the way. The pull pork three-way. Oh, the messy three-way. The messy three-way. Settle down, people. You're going to enjoy this. (laughs) The fuck? (laughs) It was incredible. Now, that is a spinoff of the Northeast roast beef three-way sandwiches, which we've had been eating on this show since day one. Mm -hmm. So traditional onion roll, roast beef. Cheese, James River, James River barbecue sauce, and mayonnaise. You spun that to the pulled pork, mm-hmm. and it was bigger than a softball. You know, half pound sandwiches, half pound <laughs> sandwich, Johnny Mag sized sandwiches. That sandwich was phenomenal. You know, do you have that all the time? Oh yeah. So we did it as specials um, when, when we first opened, and because we were trying to, you know, pull pork, pull chicken, kind of gets boring, mm-hmm. and 
people do want specials every now and then. So we came up with the um, the Dirty Bird and then the Three Way. And I love North Shore Three Ways. I mean, mm-hmm. who I does it? I can't get enough of them. So we're like, you know, we don't have a griddle. Um, we don't have roast beef, but what can we do? Mm-hmm. You know, so um, we we tried it out, and uh, you know, we cheese on the bottom, um, pulled pork, and I take half a I take um, half the pulled pork, put a little James River sauce, finish it, more pulled pork, James River barbecue sauce, and then um, we use Duke's mayonnaise. Mm-hmm. So and then the mayo, squeeze My favorite. it, and then you know wrap it in the um, the sandwich wrapping which is an insulator which mm-hmm. helps melt the cheese a little bit yeah yeah but we were you know we were just trying to figure stuff out and it worked i mean it's it the pulled pork it's a different flavor yes. you know it's kind of i would say deeper yeah you know um than the roast beef so it, it, it's been working people like it yeah because you're getting that smoke obviously from the the smoker that you're getting all your rubs and seasonings However, you prepared it, you're getting all that. So you're gonna get a couple. You're gonna get a couple. Take a bite. You're gonna get a soft bite where you're gonna get that nice pork flavor, you know, with the smoke. But then your next bite, you might get a little the crunch because you might catch a little piece of the bark. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just oh, it, it was a it was an experience. You know, I had to take a moment. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you. I had to step away and take a moment. That it was that freaking good. And, oh, beautiful. Beautiful sandwiches. And then. <laughs> I forget you. I, I, I know we fed you like a king, but I'm, I keep forgetting what we served you. I got the, the pulled pork three-way. Yep. You gave me some, um, pretty sure they were point slices of brisket. Yep. Which were just melting, mm-hmm. which were fantastic. The, the mac and cheese. The beans, your barbecue baked beans, were absolutely out of this world. Let's talk about that for a quick half, a quick minute. It was like a meal in itself. It is. It was a meal itself. You had the chunks of brisket. You had that beans. You had that, the sweet, you know, or whatever you, whether it's your barbecue sauce or some molasses, you know, you had that sweetness in there other than your typical Whatever you want to call it, baked bean juice. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it's, it's you know the sweetness mixed with the brisket, the saltiness and the little smoke. It just they it pairs well together. Yeah. And then you know onions, peppers, celery, um, some other stuff. It's just it's it's very hearty. You know, it, it's, it's yeah because that's what that's why I said. I go, Mikey. He goes, What do you think of the beans? I go, Dude, this, this is a meal in itself. <laughs> yeah. You know, it was fantastic. You would you would have an entire bowl of it. And as a meal, they were this good. And what a lot of people do is they'll take, uh, they'll get an order of mac and cheese, and they'll get an order of baked beans, and then they'll just put it all together. Put it all together. And it was kind of like, you know, that's weird. Then I tried it, and I'm like, holy crap. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah. amazing. <laughs> it's a game changer. All, you, all you're missing is a, is a blender and a straw. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> get yep. it on the go. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, and then um, I gave you that. I gave you a... Uh, Mac and cheese, brisket, baked beans, um, chili. To chili? Give me the chili. Cornbread? Yep. Yep. And then... Oh. Dutch is going to fucking eat me alive for this one. Was it the Oreo? Then you gave me your pickle. Oh, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and your pickle was delicious. I'm just waiting for the call. It's not flying here. Now, you have your... Pickles, mm-hmm. which are homemade, homemade every week, every week. Now, you work with a company for the spices and everything that does your recipe. Yeah, so for those, <clears throat> so we work with um, White Mountain Pickle Company. Mm-hmm. He's local, out of Derry, out of Derry. Um, and first, we were using his um, double dirty dills. Um, so. Basically, he he makes a kit, all the spices, and you just add the um, apple cider vinegar, water, and pickles. So we took it a step further, and we kind of threw away the directions, and we make them the way we make them, um, using a little more vinegar so you get a little more bite. Mm -hmm. Um, But, I mean, just the freshness, the crunch, um, the flavor, 
Oh. And so we make, we go through about uh, eight to 10 gallons of pickles a week. Um, so we do, we get like, we get uh, 70 pounds of pickles a week and that, that goes into about 10 gallons. And um, we cut pickles fresh every week, put them in the, put them in a gallon, put the mixture in, put the, the vinegar and, and a little bit of water in, and then three days, um, cold fusion, best pickles you ever have. Yep. Um, so now we've been talking and, um, now we're, we're taking that a step further and we came out with, um, messy Mike pickles. So we're going to have our own pickle, which is oh, kind nice. of like a mixture between like whiskey, um, dill and double dirty dill. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a flavor that we think will go well with barbecue, you know, nice, bold, um, bigger crunch. So, you know, those will be out, um, soon. And then we're also, uh, he's helped me do a line of, um, umami rubs and they're going to be called, um, mess PG. Mess PG. So I was still I like trying it. to do the messy I like thing. It. So we're doing mess PG. We're going to do mess PG chicken, mess PG beef, mess PG pork. And, uh, those will be out, um, shortly as well. We're just working on, um, packaging, but he's been, uh, he's a food scientist, you know, and he's got, he makes our Alabama white sauce, um, packet for us as well. So same thing as spices. Um, we helped develop them and then we just take our, um, vinegar and mayonnaise, mix it and you have some of the best Alabama white sauce you'll ever have. That was the other thing I had. You had gave me a side of the white sauce, and I actually had the brisket with it, mm-hmm. and it was killer. Because the, the horseradish, yeah. A lot of people get the brisket with the Alabama white sauce, and at first it was kind of odd. Yeah, but now you think of it, prime rib pairs well with horseradish. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's horseradish, buttermilk, um, you know, which pairs well, really well with the beef. So we're you know, that's come a long way as well. Yeah. And there's Dutch again. You're a hoe. <laughs> you'll you'll let anyone I'll tickle f- your pickle. I'll feed anybody my pickles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Short rib drum smoke is what's happening from Cameron, Texas. Thanks for tuning in, brother. And I gotta start practicing on the uh the drum. Cotton yes, gin, yeah. you got the t- new cotton gin, messy Mike edition smoker in beautiful black orange messy Mike logo, gorgeous. It it, it just looks unbelievable. It looks too good to cook. It on. does to light a fire in. <laughs> Correct, you know. <laughs> so yeah, we'll we'll start uh, firing that up in the next couple of days. Um, practicing that because then we're doing uh, barbecue classes. Um, doing two classes in January, two classes in February, one class in March. So nice. Yep. Nice. Um, the hell else was I gonna ask you? Oh yes, you know when the back when the show first started, mm-hmm. we did a couple competitions mm-hmm. up at the Smutty Nose Brewery. Yep. You know ribs. It was ribs one year. Then the second year they added the uh, the chicken, chicken wings, chicken wings. So that was our really doing that was our main competitions for the year, really the year at that point, mm-hmm. but. You know, I think a little backyard event here and there, whatever. You just recently, beginning of November, I think the weekend of the 10th, like you said, you went out to Big Dance. Mm -hmm. How was your experience with your first SCA (coughs) cook-off? Never mind you do a double. Yeah, the double is stupid. (laughs) Um, Yeah, it was was interesting. Um, First, you, first you, you, get there um you know you set up and um you get you you see two tables one table has steaks and the second table has steaks so one table was um steak a one table was steak b so you you pick a number and you know uh we got fourth um and once one steak we'll just take that so you pick one through four and so you get in the fourth pick steak but then it's a snake um kind of a um yeah, if you have one through raffle. forty, yep. Now you're then it goes four, one through forty, then forty to one. Yep. So you're at the beginning, then you're at the very tail end. Correct. Of that, technically, the second round. And you're and you're basically from what I've gathered, what I could beforehand, you're looking for a steak with with a good size spinalis. Yeah. Um. You know, so you're looking for the kind of looks like a, a heart 
Um, yeah, a lot, a lot shake, of guys were for that try-hot yep. look. Um, you know, so that was fine. So then we get the steaks and, you know, cooking them. And I didn't have any um, marinade, and I just had some rubs. Mm-hmm. Um, I was basically going there to see Dan, but stay cook off. I can't pass it up. Oh, hell yeah. So uh, we get there, and, and, you know, we cook steaks, and it was fun. We didn't do well um, <laughs> at all. But, you know, it was some of the best cooks in the country, which I didn't realize at first. Oh, yeah. Um, until, you know, we, they started talking and, you know, now you're meeting people. And, again, just like a barbecue competition, some of the nicest people yeah. I've ever met. But also the food, you know, because they're not just cooking steaks. They're cooking lamb chops. They're cooking yeah. um, this guy, uh, Raz. I think his name's Raz Braz, um, made a hot dog. But whatever this pico type thing was on the hot dog, it was literally the best thing I've ever tasted. Yeah. Um, not just on a hot dog, but in a long time. You know, so just the food, I mean, it was awesome. It was a great experience. Um, we learned a ton because, you know, I didn't know you couldn't marinate and, and stuff like that because you do get, you know, like three hours, four mm-hmm. hours. Um, so basically you can do whatever you want to that steak to get that, you know, bite that the judges are looking for. So I learned. Um, next time I'll bring some pickle juice with me because that yeah. seems to be a, uh, you know, kind of a special weapon. Um, when you marinate steak and pickle juice, it breaks down all the fibers, but it breaks it down in a matter of about 30 minutes. So it's a very fast. fast um, yeah. <clears throat> nice. Doug, what's happening? So, yeah, that was so that was cool. So double double steak comp. Obviously, yeah. you didn't leave with a golden ticket. Nope. But I, <laughs> I can't wait to go back next year. Dan actually, um, he got a golden ticket. Oh, um, did he? This past state competition. Okay. Yeah. So what happens is golden ticket goes to first. Well, so many people do the competitions every oh, year. Yeah. It just keeps getting passed because of first through yeah. second, whatever. So Dan got one. I think he was like I think he was third or fourth, though. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he he won a golden ticket. Yeah. So, so. if the first place winner and you all, you win first, you are you win the golden ticket. If you already have won a golden ticket, that ticket you just won at that competition goes to number two. Mm-hmm. If they had a ticket, it goes to number three, so on and so forth, till it gets to somebody who hasn't won their golden ticket yet, then they'll get it, yep. which is a great. Oh, hundred percent. You know because. You just need that chance. And they have the ancillaries, which are like this past ancillary was ham, mm-hmm. anything with ham. So people were making Cuban sandwiches, people were making like ham, pimento, you know, sandwiches. So you can get a golden ticket doing that as well, which will get you there. Um, you know, not with the steak, but with, with that. A um, couple of years ago, Dan won the ancillary doing uh, tacos, you know. So it's it's a great way to kind of – get to the finals without, you know, getting mm-hmm. to the finals with steak. Um, but then I was talking to people, and I'm like, how many people, you know, cook at the finals? All these people getting golden tickets. Uh, over 400 people. Yeah. Like, that's just – I'd love to experience it, um, but it's just, yeah, it's crazy. It's wild. Um, Matt Pereira. Local guy. Oh, Mass he, Backyard Barbecue. Yes, Mass yep. Backyard Barbecue. Yep. I'm gonna I'd be actually reaching out to him to get him on because he went down to the World Foods. Yes, and and, and cooked, and uh, you know, following his his you know his coverage, you know, all the the lives and the pictures and everything. Oh, it's a, it's a serious time down there. Oh God, yeah. You and know, and, and the and stuff looks well, awesome. And he did well in brisket. He either. I think it was either eighth or ninth place brisket. Mm-hmm. Out of the world. Out of the world. Which you is- know what I mean? So, you know, guys like him really putting New England on the map, you know, which is, which is great. To, so I'd, I'd love to talk, going to try to get him on, talk to them. And I'm also going to try to get, get focus on a lot of local guys this year, you know, because New England has come to the forefront. I'll say it. We're getting there. there. We're getting there. There's a lot of guys, you know, there needs who to be are more. making names for themselves in the barbecue world. Yes, that's coming that's 100%. out of the northeast. But there needs to be more comps. You know, yeah. a lot of comps now are South Shore. Yeah. You know, South Shore Mass. Um, 
because that's where Nebs is, is located. And then you do have, you know, um, like the Granite State um, cook-off. Yep, um, Merrimack. Yep. And, you know, but there needs to be, like, like talking to people from Alabama and, and that part of the country, there's a steak cook-off or a barbecue cook-off oh, within yeah. 45 minutes, within an hour, you know, where they can just go and, and do multiples, which I'm not a competition guy. Um, you know, I, I used to do a couple of competitions when we, you know, when we could. Um, but I'd love to start seeing more competitions because maybe we could do, you know, some competitions, um, without, you know, losing a whole weekend or yeah. whatever. Um, but even like the steak cook cook-offs, I mean, steak cook-offs, you're cooking a steak for 15 minutes, yeah. you know, I mean, you know, after the hours of prepping yeah. and stuff like that, but it's only, you know, a couple minutes and we met, um, a couple guys from Boston lit and loaded, um, Awesome guys, wicked nice, um, wicked knowledgeable. They were right next to us, so I was talking to them. Um, and, you know, they, they actually got a couple of calls um, with their stuff. But, I mean, I'd even, you know, reach out to them because they just, they do steak cook-offs a lot. Um, we were talking to some people um, at Dan's. They did a steak cook-off. They just came back from Alaska. Um, every single weekend they do a state cook-off and if it's somewhere that they need to fly to then they'll put a post out there and they'll say you know hey looking for anybody got equipment I equipment. can use yep. for the- which is fantastic and everyone goes yep I got you covered bro yep. come on down yep. so well, we're yeah. looking we're look- and if you can uh, we're looking to do a, a state cook-off in uh, Kissimmee, Florida in February Woo! so if you can pull it off that would be cool going to Florida in February come on now <laughs> we'll see what the hell what we can possibly because we'll be up. at the um, so the not the MBBQA convention is in Orlando, Orlando. Um, so we'll be there and then um, I'm trying to pull it off that we can just head down to Kiss Me and finish it off you know oh that'll be good that'll be good and yeah because I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna be reaching out to Kathy Trainer. yep because we had talked back. At she the was supposed of to December. go to Dan's. Um, Dan talked to her, and she was gonna she was gonna go and just to kind of um, one, I think, learn more about it, but also yeah. um, see. But I don't think I don't think she made it. Yeah, but yeah, she does. They, they, they do a great job, and they're adding more, couple more contests um, on the schedule this year. Mm-hmm. So it'll be good to t- uh, see them. Go just got another one that's going to be, uh, I know she said, is going to be another automatic for the Jack, mm-hmm. you know, which is, you know, that that's impressive in its own. But, yeah, we'll be, we'll be touching base with her. To, I mean, she has been kicking ass with oh, yeah. posting and getting stuff because I remember when Neb's, you know, you didn't really see much, yeah. you know, so you'd have to go on the page and check to see if there were competitions or um, – Stuff like that, but now it's like every day you just you, Kathy's popping up, yeah. And hey, we just got this added. We just got this added. So, I mean, awesome, great you know? stuff. Yeah, yep. oh yeah, for sure, for sure. But thanks, brother. No, thank you. It still goes quick, don't it? It does. <laughs> you know <laughs> what does. I mean? It does. Oh Christ! But you know, I do have an announcement that uh, this is going to be. Don't you giggle over there. You already know what the hell's coming <laughs> indirectly. Uh, this is going to be the last episode of the Pit Life Barbecue Podcast. What? The last episode. Really? Of the Pit Life Barbecue Podcast. Because you're transforming into something else, no? For 2022. Uh, <laughs> we will be back next week. <laughs> Lodging in charge for 2023. That was- I still knew what was co- I knew what was coming, and my heart still dropped a little bit. Yeah. They literally did this to me on the podcast before this. That's time, where I got and the I, idea like, from. Bricks. And then I knew it was coming, and I still went, wait. And That's then you where- looked at me, and I was like, okay, I'm good. I'm good. That's good. where I got the idea from. Oh, Christ. Oh, Sorry, guys. Sorry. I no, that was to. a good one. That was but no, we're, one. we're kicking off 2023. With a bang, we got uh, Joey Machado. Nice coming on from uh, Texas Original Texas Charcoal. Texas Original Charcoal, yep. yep. Gonna gonna catch up with Joey, and you know I think the last time Joey was on was with us. Yeah, way we back. Get, we gotta get some of that stuff up here. Yeah, yeah. Because I had the opportunity to cook with it um, on the first first cook mm-hmm. on, on my pit. Right, uh, Ryan had. Uh, had Texas original and it's awesome. 
It is good. Well, like he said too, it's, it's, it's everything's branding and everything's a lifestyle. And when you look at his logos and everything that he does, it's a lifestyle. Yeah. You know, so it's like you you know what he what he takes over. I mean, he he used to be with um B and B, B and B, um, then Blues Hog, Blues Hog. But it's you you when he's with something, you think it's his own company because of how much he actually puts, puts into, into it, it and does it. Oh you yeah. Know? So he takes it right over, and he becomes the the forefront of it. Yep. You know, but yeah, it'll be good to talk to Joey. I know you had him on. We had him on. Yep. Uh, real we'll quick get on back that. to When's it. When's the next episode we'll, we'll of get... the Barbecue Happy Hour coming out? <laughs> we'll get back. I'm to running it. out of stuff to listen to. Well, it'll it'll be back uh, next year. So okay, 2023 we'll be back. Um, we've been talking to a bunch of people, and um, and even your your ad with uh, Uncle Steve. Uncle Steve. That's no shit because I thought I was calling. Um, <laughs> my smoker was having some issues, and I thought I was calling um, Steve and from Old Hickory, but I ended up calling Steve, Steve from, from Uncle, Uncle Steve. Steve. <laughs> and when he picked up the phone, I got scared and I hung up on him. <laughs> so then he's like, you know, then he's like, he's like, hey, what's going on? You don't have to hang up on me. Like, just so I called him back. I'm like, hey, what's going on? I'm so sorry. I was freaking out, but yeah, he does answer the phone. Oh yeah, you know, and so that's not a joke. He, great freaking guy, great customer awesome. service. Yep, for so. sure. But anyway, that's it. 2022 in the books. 2023. Crazy. Let's go. Wow. You know, just want to thank everybody for his continued support. Everyone who tunes in, listens, Facebook, YouTube. On all the, you know, Spotify, all the audio platforms. Appreciate each and every one of you. Thank you so much for the support. You know, obviously, Uncle Steve from Uncle Steve Shake. Ryan from Backline. Al from Magnus Chef. Ian from Custom Cutting Boards. David from Two Guys Smoke Shop. You know, our sponsors. Thank you guys so much for believing in in the show. In whatever we're doing here. Week in, week out. Bringing the barbecue love. All the way around the world, which still, after four years, blows my fucking mind. You know, that... You You still have stuff to talk about. (laughs) You still have stuff to talk about, and everyone still tunes in from everywhere. Thank you so much. Hope you all had the happy holidays, safe with your friends and family. Happy New Year coming right around the corner next weekend, New Year's Eve, another Mm. year down another one starting you know here's to here's to 2023 folks cheers and until next week keep the the smoke smoke rolling. rolling The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates. 